Hey, I'm Chelsea Swift and welcome to my live podcast. The truth is it's so easy to take our days for granted, to put your dreams on the shelf for the sake of the day to day, to overlook the beauty all around us. But sometimes just hearing a turn of phrase, a bit of wit and wisdom at the right moment can totally reopen your eyes and mind to the wonders all around you and the wonders inside yourself. My goal is to be here to inspire you, remind you, and hopefully motivate you into creating your best day with intention and purpose. So without further ado, let's transform your day by transforming you. Welcome to Chelsea Swift is your spirit animal. Our spiritual pep talk begins now. What's up, guys? Welcome back to your favorite podcast. Today, I am throwing down a spiritual pep talk about the crown chakra. So consider this chapter three, I guess. I've done two spiritual pep talks this year, one being about like the spiritual awakening, the other being about like egotistical um, shadow work, and another one about moving beyond your fears. So today, I wanted to kind of get into the overall chakras, more or less your health in your energetic system. So the physical impact on your chakras and where those are located and where you could have an imbalance or an overstimulated chakra. I think in the past I've done a few meditations on here for solar plex or like a sacral chakra meditation. So what I plan on doing is moving those over to the Patreon app. If you're familiar, if you're an OG listener, just really quick, I do have like a 30-day audio series about weight loss. It's really about the weight loss mentality and helping you take off weight. Everybody that's done that program has lost weight within the 30 days. It does range between like four pounds and 15 pounds. Everybody's different, but it's really about taking the weight off your mind And I decided to create something that people have been asking for, which is really more of an energetic type of, I don't want to say podcast, but series. I mean, people have been asking me for meditations and stuff like that. So I plan on uploading those today. So you can check that out. Again, that's Patreon. It's the Patreon app. Just search for me, download it. It'll be under anchor into your day. And that's going to have a variety of things. But for today, I want to kind of open with more of a spiritual pep talk. But I think what we talk about on these pep talks will also make the Patreon app. So I just want to throw it out there. If you're like, what is that going to be about? It's kind of the same thing. That's kind of where I'll just get weird with like the spiritual stuff. Because over here, I do want to keep it like weight loss mentality, wellness, positive energy, um, motivation. I know that people look forward to weight loss motivation and gym motivation. So I don't want to like crowd or like cramp your style over here with like putting out, you know, too many spiritual pep talks. So that's why I figured I'd move it over there. And that's really for kind of like a healing series. You know, if you're really feeling like you want to get into meditation, but you want it to be chill, then it's definitely the vibe vibe for you. Um, just because I don't plan on making it serious. I don't plan on being like too uptight about it. And I think honestly, 
in the spiritual world, you just, you have so much of that where it's like, you know, just so much, um, just, just like, like it's this higher realm and like, you know, and there's really, there's no spiritual authority over anybody and there's no rank in spirituality. So I guess it's just a place of like, everyone's welcome type of thing. And it's more of like a chill vibe. Like it's not about, you know, it's kind of like similar to yoga. I mean, you could lay on the mat the whole time and that's your practice. I mean, you don't have to have the same practice as everybody. And that's kind of what it's about. So anyways, if you're interested, check that out. That's going to be on Patreon. But today, I really felt guided to talk about the crown chakra. So first of all, just to kind of introduce it, I guess, if you're like, what are you talking about? What's a chakra? I'm not going to go through definitions per se, but basically I want you to think about it in terms of what a lot of people have come to understand, which is kind of like the law of attraction. Now that's only one universal law, but it's just become so popular that most of us know what that means, right? Like attracts like, and the vibes you put out is the vibe you get back and blah, 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 blah. Put out good energy, you'll get back good energy. But your energetic system runs a lot deeper. And it's not just based on thought, it's really based on feeling and it's based on emotion. So it's kind of like a couple of tiers. But what happens is if you can balance your chakras, meaning your energetic level, on that physical field, because what happens is your seven chakras align between the top of your head and the base of your tailbone. So in those certain areas, you could have trapped energy, you could have overstimulated energy, you could have understimulated energy. And that's the energy that provokes feelings, emotions, and thoughts. So hopefully I said that correctly. It's like, For example, if you are depressed or you have anxiety or you are, you know, not feeling your best, a lot of times we think that it's outside of us. We think it's life. Life is happening to us. It's it's kicking the shit out of us. It's we're in a pandemic. What the fuck? But it could be your overall state of a chakra. And I know that sounds like very hippie like, but it's true. The more I get into, and I guess to kind of like, you're like, where are you getting this? Why are you doing this? If you're an OG listener, you know, I used to do like, um, like I would do like five, I would do like a, a health quote. I would do a health tip. I would do like five minute energy exercises, like on my podcast, I would do like anti-aging. I used to do all these different tips for you. And I think one of them was like herbal remedies. I would always list like, okay, today's like herbal remedy is rosemary. And like, here's what it does. And the reason I used to do that is that at the time is what I used to study. So having my own experience with like the pandemic and like not having the best thoughts, I immediately realized that that had a lot to do with not just the way I was thinking, feeling, or even my emotions, but my overall chakra balance. Like for me, I'm open to all things, right? And I'm more of a natural person. So being an earth sign, I like to just be grounded and like be in fucking nature and shit. And I like, I like all the natural things. So that's what I had to ground myself in, which was my truth of like, I know there's a natural way to do this, right? There's a natural way to do anything. And I started studying 
spirituality, enlightenment, started picking up on like, okay, you're going through some shadow work. And, you know, there were videos that I would watch that some were helpful. Some just scared the shit out of me. You know, some people were like, you're going to go through shadow work for like seven years. Good luck. And I'm like, what? Like, I don't want to feel like this. And once I started to look at like Chinese medicine, aromatherapy, Reiki healing, energy healers. Um, you know, once I started looking into that, the power of crystals, which sounds crazy. I used to think that was crazy too, but those work. You just charge them in the sun and those work. It's just, it's the craziest thing. But anyways, started getting into all that, got real weird with it. And what I did is I started to balance my chakras. So what's interesting is I thought for a while it was like, oh, it must be my sacral chakra or it must be my solar chakra, or it must be my third eye, or it must be my root chakra. And I've found for me anyways, the whole anxiety, like panic attack thing was actually my crown chakra. And what was interesting is when I looked at, and I'm just giving you a story right now from my own personal experience, because I want you to know that I'm a human being that has experiences too. And I just want to tell you how this helped me. And then you know, maybe through my story, you get inspired. I don't know. So in the beginning of the pandemic, I was very good about doing these yoga headstands, which kind of came out of nowhere. I just noticed people doing them on Instagram and I didn't think anything of it. To be honest with you, I kind of just wanted to make sure that I stayed in shape. And at the time with like gyms being closed and everything, I was again, willing to try anything. So I started doing these headstands. It was not that great at first. It was kind of embarrassing. I still posted it online. I still didn't care. It was like, whatever, judge me. And as I got better, um, I just started to feel better. It was weird. I started to feel a lot better and all this good stuff. And slowly but surely, I stopped doing those. And I got busier with work. And I was trying to maintain commitments that I had made to myself, which is a big part about you know, of trusting yourself is when you make a commitment, stick to it and all that good stuff. And I just found throughout, you know, the summer and things like that, that I, I slowly but surely kind of drifted into some, you know, habits that I had gotten rid of before and started to just relax a little bit more, not really take my commitments as serious. And I think through that, and especially with not practicing the yoga headstands and really taking that into account, I started to experience, you know, like most people during the panic, um, <laughs> I almost said the panic demic, um, pandemic, um, but for most people, what they experienced in the beginning, I didn't experience. So anyways, I guess walking it back and forth, what I realized is that my yoga headstands was something that was so much deeper that at the time I didn't realize it until now. And now I'm going to tell you why that, that, why that was so significant. So, um, one of the best yoga poses or exercises that you can do for your crown chakra is to actually do one of those yoga headstands. And I didn't realize at the time, and we're going to dive into the crown chakra and what I truly believe is what we should be opening or at least trying to balance right now in this place of unknown. So today I'm focusing on the sh crown chakra because I believe it's the reason we were all kind of forced to slow down and look around. And it gave you no option but to go within. 
And I think what happens during spirituality is when you finally have to face what's like your shadow work or things you don't like about yourself or bad habits or things you need to change and or your past or whatever. And you're trying to move through like surrender, forgiveness, acceptance, and you're just trying to figure out the things, right? Like being a human is, is messy. So I think for me, when I started to realize like, oh my God, the crown chakra, even though it's the, you know, it's the last one, it would essentially be the seventh chakra, even though technically I, one would think to start with the root, I really believe that it's almost like an accelerated process. I think the world kind of demands it at this point that we let go of our ego and we try something new, that we remember that we're all connected and we bridge that gap of like me, myself, and I versus like us, we won. So I believe that, you know, spiritual healing can be a positive experience with the right tools and the right teachers and the right shared stories. So that's why I brought up my story. I'm sorry if it was like winded or too long, but I just wanted to say like, I'm a human being. I experienced it too. And what really annoyed me was why did I experience it later than everybody else? Like I almost thought that I was like maybe behind. I'm like, well, everyone else had anxiety like six months ago. Like how come I didn't have anxiety? And when I walked it back and forth, I finally realized it had a lot to do with balancing um, your chakra and balancing that energetic system. So I want to explain that. I want to explain how that has a physical impact on you. And then I also just want to say that like balancing a chakra is more than just green juice because that was the other thing. I was like annoyed. I'm like, listen, I drink green juice and I work out. Like, why do I have anxiety? You know? And you think that like you're superior and that's the actual problem. So, um, you know, getting into a balance and flow with all of your chakras requires like humility and honesty and being humble with yourself. So number one, your energetic system being like your nervous system. Think of it that way. Um, constantly firing energy off, right? And of course we can think things that would get us super excited and we could think things that would get us like super scared or we can think things that are like whatever, right? But the reality is when your chakras are spinning correctly because they do energetically spin, when it's spinning and and when it's all aligned correctly, it's going that's when you're having your best day. That's when you're feeling your best vibe. If you're having a day and we've all had these days where we're like shit is just aligning and you are feeling great. And you're like, I don't even know what's happening right now. You're in alignment, which just means that your chakras are super balanced. Right. And so I think we've all had this kind of reality check, I would say during the pandemic, where we are realizing that it's not just about this exterior, like material success. And I think it doesn't matter what age you're you come to when you realize this, it can be when you're 50, it can be when you're 65, it can be when you're 20. I mean, there's no range on when your crown chakra actually goes, you know, tap, tap, like, hey, we've got a little issue here. Um, you're leading your life in a very egocentric way. And so I'm just going to say egocentric because I feel like it sounds better than like egotistical. So what I would say, and I guess jumping into it is the physical impact that an imbalance chakra has on you will have you thinking weird thoughts. It will have you 
you know, riddled with anxiety and worry. And that's because when you are in the flow and you're in the know, you're in the allowing zone where you're trusting and you're surrendering and you're accepting. And for me, I was like, okay, I accept, I surrender. Like, can I just, I, I said it, like, can we be done with this? And what happens is you need that like internal work, which is just basically you acknowledging, like I said, the humility of it and the honesty of it of like, oh, okay. Like I'm a human and I'm just trying to work through this. So anyways, for anybody that's like kind of picking it up, not really picking it up, hopefully what I talk about today will make sense in the end. But I really felt compelled to share this with you because I think that knowledge is power when it's applied. And I think sometimes just hearing something new can change your mind and cause like an instant manifestation of like harmony. You know, for me, that's what it's been about for me. Like I've had times where I haven't understood why things are happening or I might, you know, try to make a list of like, okay, here's what makes me happy. Let's just get all these done today. And then I started to slowly but surely turn inwards. And I think as I did that, I started to realize that there are some shortcuts. And if I can shortcut it for you, I'm so happy to do that, fam. So one of the things I would say is when it comes to, you know, you know, attainable goals and things like that. And the reason I'm going to relate it to materialistic lifestyle is one of the things that happens when our crown chakra is imbalanced is we are leading a life where we are only thinking about the exterior. So it's not just about saying, okay, I'm going to let the divine, you know, help me and have this unfold in a natural way. It's saying like, I make my own luck and I work hard. And, you know, basically every classic hashtag you're going to see on Instagram, work hard, play hard, stay determined. It's not that it's not motivating. It's just that on the interior level, you might actually find that you achieve, you know, this worldly success, but on the inside, you know, you're not feeling like you're, you'll feel almost like spiritually bankrupt. Like there's something within that's just not clicking. So one of the things I wanted to say is this is typically people that have no awareness and they have like an illusion of control. And before you think that like, I'm like throwing shade, this was me. I really thought I had control over my material success because I had always worked hard and that's a normal, natural thing to think. So anybody thinking that, um, you know, it's really, it's not a lucky thing. Um, you know, so I used to be like that too. And I think when you have no awareness with that, attitude or a relationship with the divine, what happens is you act like you're solely responsible for the benefits of your life. And your psychological well-being is going to largely depend on your material success. So you identify yourself solely in terms of like what you do, not who you are. So let me say that again. If you identify yourself right now with what you do and not who you are, then that is usually the problem is you're so busy focusing on the destination that you actually neglect to enjoy the journey and the tendency and the, and the tendency to fall away from the present moment. 
And often these people are, you know, workaholics or, um, and, and sometimes it can leave them extremely unfulfilled at a very deep level, at a spiritual level, or even leave them lonely because they, you know, push themselves into work. And so what was crazy about this, not just the, you know, understanding this and like receiving the download when I was doing the meditation, but I was like, that's me. That's exactly what I do when things go wrong. I start working and it was my way of avoiding, you know what I mean? And I think the worldview of somebody who is egocentric in that way is that they have no time for anything that cannot be logically explained. You know, it's concrete. It's like if you go to the gym and you eat healthy, then you'll lose weight. Like everything to them is concrete. Well, if you get the degree and then you apply for the job and you work hard, then you'll get that paycheck, you know, and they fail to draw benefits from all that is mysterious in life. That is, you know, something like unexplainable of life. And it is sometimes only later in life or when something happens like the pandemic that we actually begin to see the trappings of success, you know, particularly like our status at work. So if that's been stripped away from us, you know, whether that was through a pandemic or a layoff or a retirement, or you got dressed in a fancy outfit and went into the office and now you are in your pajamas at your home office, then that is usually what the egocentrics are forced to confront as far as like, who the fuck am I? You know what I mean? So that happened to a lot of people during the pandemic. And the reason I'm talking about it is, you know, it's no longer this idea of like, you have to be a guru and sit on the top of a mountain and meditate your life away. It's just this state of like equally achieving both worldly success and also, you know, spiritual success. Um, So I truly believe that, you know, taking a more expansive view of a world situation like a pandemic and taking a more expansive view of your life and what you truly have control over and who you truly are without all the things that you hang up in your office that make you feel important, Um, you know, and you don't have to wait until retirement to, to do this, by the way. I'm just saying that, like, you know, you have not just goals and things that you can attain, but things that the human mind alone cannot fathom. And that's a deeper connection within your divinity, which is essentially your energetic system. It's your chakra system. And when those are balanced and those are aligned, that's when you have trust. That's when you have love. That's when you have faith. That's when you have surrender. That's when your anxiety goes away. That's when your depression goes away. And this isn't even something that I'm just like saying to say, I've been studying a lot about like, you know, alchemic like um, remedies to like remove illnesses and using like herbs and in different ways to treat the body that are, you know, they're not really deemed like 100%, you know, they say like, you know, you want to go to a hospital and, and see this is what I'm saying. But there are so many people that after so many treatments, they, you know, even think about it, if you're being treated with cancer, like, what is the last thing that most people, people rely on? Prayer. You know what I mean? All of a sudden, the power of prayer is important to them. So I'm just saying there are so many different 
remedies and like aromatherapy and acupuncture and traditional Chinese medicine and energy healing and crystal healing and affirmations. And, you know, these things actually have a super impact on your energetic system, on your feelings, on your emotions, on your thoughts, and they all work together. And when they're spinning correctly, it can help you tap into, you know, acceptance of personal limitations and the awareness that all things are possible. You know, you do have personal limitations as far as being a human, but you don't have spiritual limitations. So that's what I'm trying to point out today is the surrender to the divine will or a detachment from outcomes will absolutely help heal you today. So anybody feeling like you don't know what happened, you feel really imbalanced, you've had anxiety or depression. The reason I wanted to share this today is this is what truly helped me get into what I feel like is a spiritual healing process. I don't know that it ever ends. I don't know. I don't have all the answers, but I do know that all the things you read about that you don't want to do help. Like for example, meditation, that is on every blog post you can research about anxiety. They're like, meditate, meditate, meditate. And you're like, no thanks, no thanks. But I'm telling you, you know, that stuff will actually help, you know, read a book, unplug from your computer, shut your TV off. Like these things truly help you. And um, I guess the next thing I want to say is learning how to accept how little you know and trust that there is a connection to a higher self will always provide the right answer and the right pathway. So this was another thing that I had to work on was realizing that it was almost like holding a bar of soap that was wet. Like I was like squeezing it. Like, what do you think is going to happen? It's going to pop right out of your hand. So you have to kind of just like leave your hands open and just let it sit there. Like you don't really know what's going to happen, but squeezing on and trying to control is just going to make it worse. It's just going to clamp up your energy. So any individual that wants to re radiate like an inner calm that comes from a total acceptance of who you truly are, not what you are, but who you really are, which is a, sh a spiritual being, learning vital emotional lessons through tempor temporarily wearing the cloak of humanity. So the reason I say that today is, you know, there's so many different quotes of like, you know, we're not... Um, you know, humans um, having a spiritual experience where spiritual beings having a human experience. And I think, you know, a lot of people hit that crisis or point in their life when they have a deep, long meaning for purpose. And, you know, at some point it fails to impress them, you know, material success only lasts for so long. And the cry is, is this it? Is this what my life is about? And I think everybody's experienced that. Whether you had high hopes and you came out of college and you didn't get the job you wanted, or, you know, you got married and you have kids and you're looking around like, is this it? You know, that is exactly what I'm talking about. That's that egocentric crisis of like, almost, and, and not every situation is traumatic or a pandemic, but it's a traumatic experience that finds you going where is life going? What does, you know, why does sheer willpower no longer serve me? You know, why does, you know, I used to work so hard. Why isn't that working anymore? 
And that's what I realized too. Like I used to push and force my way through like every fucking door. I was like, excuse me, elbow. And then you hit a path that you go, why isn't that working anymore? That's the divine helping you realign. So it is only then that the egocentric can learn the lesson that all gurus know, which have long embraced this fact, but it's the surrender to divine will or detachment from outcomes. And again, I never preach on here. I only teach. This is stuff that I'm going through or I went through. And I just try to make a shortcut for you. But I think the reality is we've all had fears during the pandemic. And I think that fear is that detachment, right? That detachment. And we're like, no, we don't want to like let go of like what we think is going to happen. So the next thing is, um, you know, self-determination ter- and tight control over your own life. In value, you know, your own life is what would make you egocentric. So if you're wondering like, hmm, am I an egocentric or am I a guru? Um, And this is only talking about your crown chakra, by the way. This is not talking about any of your other chakras, unfortunately. Every single one has its own balance. That's why it's a practice. That's why I'm like, I don't know if it ever ends. I know I'm on my path and I just try to share as I go. But um you know, self-determination and tight control over your own lives make egocentric value materialism and only defined when this is no longer meaningful, do you then lack the inner resources to get more from life. So law of attraction, for example, it only works for so long, right? Because it's more of a imagination thing than it is an alignment energetic system thing. And I think that's where we were kind of led wrong with like the secret. And I love the secret, by the way, I own all the books, so I'm not trashing it. I'm just saying that like, it's not until you truly energetically align your chakras with a higher sense of self that it will activate it for you. So the guru, for instance, is one that holds the key to living successfully on the earth in the acceptance of personal limitation and the awareness that all things are possible. So it's just you basically saying, I can only do so much. I can only control so much, right? You can control your behavior. You can control if what you eat today, you can control meditating. You can control picking up a book about chakras. You can control, you know, trying to balance that chakra and practice letting go. But the reality is you can also understand, or at least be aware that, you know what, all things are possible on this realm that I'm trying to get into, right? So that's a big, um, you know, probably one of the biggest things that I got from meditation. So on this second half, I want to help you with some affirmations, give you a little preview of what is to come on Patreon. So I will see you on the second half. Alrighty. So welcome back to the second half. I just want to recap really quick for anybody that's like, I am so lost. I have no idea what's happening. Um, you know, basically your crown chakra is exactly what it sounds like. It's a few um, inches right above your head. It's it's your crown chakra. And it, it literally sits about, think of like a halo or a crown. It sits right above your head. And basically it's the seventh alignment of your energetic system. And what it does is it provides a lot of intuitive knowledge, intuitive knowing, um, 
you know, it helps with connecting to your higher power or what people say, like your higher self, um, you know, your, your divine knowledge, all of those things. So just to recap your energetic system, you can think of as your nervous system. And the reason I say that is your nervous system is highly impacted by the things, not just like the things that you eat, but overall consumption. And the reason I say overall consumption is that's also beliefs. That's also the people you hang around with, the conversations you have, the books that you read. Everything is is consumption, right? And you know, even being on your laptop for long periods of time or in front of the television, it doesn't make it bad. It doesn't make it evil. But what happens is if we don't have that balance in our life and our overall consumption, you know, whether it's shopping or spending or eating, and then our energ- energetic system is impacted, um, even through our emotions, right? Because then from our consumption levels, whether we believe something or we fear something or we hear something and then we're like scared of it, you know, that gets trapped in our emotions. So for me personally, there's plenty of ways to do it. And I would always tell people, if you're not feeling right, always get help, seek help, reach out to a friend, reach out to a, pro- a professional, talk to your doctor, get a therapist get into Chinese medicine, like do everything you need to do. But your healing your chakras through meditation is probably one of the easiest. And you know, you don't need a lot of money to do it. Anybody can do it anywhere type of thing. So I just wanted to share this with you today, because it's truly a powerful way to locate where you're having physical issues. So Basically, if it's not happening on an energetic level, it can't manifest. So a lot of people talk about the law of attraction and then it doesn't manifest. They're like, okay, I'm dreaming of this person. This is my dream person. But then on an energetic level, they're not in alignment with it. Why? Because you could have an emotional block there. Are you open to love? Do you receive love? You know, different things like that. So depending on your overall wish, dream, whatever you're trying to do, it has to be aligned with with what's physically within you, which is your energetic system, or I refer to it as your nervous system. You know, you can say one thing, and we all know this from being like nervous when we're giving a presentation. You can sound calm and clear, but on the inside, your your nervous system could be going crazy. So that's the whole point: is getting that in line, and that starts with starts and ends with your chakras. That's all you need to know is the chakra system is like a self-healing mechanism. And I just think learning about it will help you balance it naturally. And just, you know, practicing breathing, practicing surrendering, you know, doing the crystal thing, understanding the power of the sun, things like that will truly help you um, get back into a nice flow. So what I'm going to do is I kind of want to leave you with some affirmations, but I'm also going to ask you a couple of questions just in case you're like, okay, I understand crown chakra. I want to start learning about chakras, which again, if you want to learn about chakras, meditation, start getting into affirmations, all that good stuff that is going to be on my Patreon app. It's a completely different like podcast that I'm going to be doing because I had so many people reach out about spiritual pep docs. And I also want to start doing my channeled messages. Um, So during my meditation, I get downloads and I, you know, I write them out and I've just never really felt you know, um, 
like that aligned with the podcast. I felt like it was more, it needed its own like channel basically. So the channeled messages needed its own channel. So we're moving it to Patreon. That way there are people that are interested in that topic. You guys can click in and listen to it. And that is, you know, definitely for select people, right? So I guess a couple of questions I'm going to ask you before we end here with some affirmations is do you retread familiar thought and behavior patterns, move into uncharted territory available when you explore your crown chakra? So if you're the type of person that you constantly reiterate things or you constantly talk to yourself in your head or you think about something that happened before, but you want to like rethink about it, then for you personally, moving into an uncharted territory is available when you explore your crown chakra. So that really means like being open to just trying some type of meditation, some type of crown chakra healing, even if you just got like a clear quartz crystal and you charged it in the sun and you put it on your forehead in the morning for five minutes, that will help you clear your crown chakra. The next thing is, does your personal identification begin and end with your job or economic status? List words describing the essential you and add to the list daily. So the reason I'm asking you these questions and giving you a little bit of homework is this is something I did. I really, I had to look at myself and I was like, I do consider myself my job. (laughs) That is always what I've considered myself. And I think a lot of us do. We base our worth or our value on what we do, right? Everybody wants to know, well, what do you do? People ask you like, oh, what's your name? Oh, who's your spouse? Okay. They might ask you like how old you are, but you know, what do you do is always the question, right? So how can you not relate it? And that's why I felt like it was so important during this like pandemic time to talk about it because a lot of people are like, well, what the fuck do I do now? Right. And now you try to fill your time with things that really, really don't help balance your, your energetic work. And then, you know, going out there and trying to do, do, do is just going to create more chaos within you. So don't feel like you need a big to-do list, a big schedule. You got to get crazy. You do, however, need to write down things that energize you, that make you feel good. And they don't need to be crazy long lists of things of like, I've got to read 27 books and I've got to like do all these ab exercises. It's like, what energizes you? Stick to that while you heal through your chakras. So if you're the type of person, which this was me, so like, don't feel bad. Um, You know, if you are personally identifying with your job or your economic status, Um, you know, list words describing the essential you. So like for me, um, you know, caring was like a word that I would say bold is another word I would say. Um, What else? Like loving is a word that would describe me. So I just started to use words that I felt like, okay, that's like who I am. It's not like what I do, but here's who I am. And that actually started to put me in not just a better frequency, but I started to feel more balanced within that chakra because I just had more trust in myself. I had more faith in the universe. It absolutely helps. And it's good to just keep a running list. It, you know, it has nothing to do with being conceited or like calling yourself beautiful. It's about establishing the essence of your being rather than say, 
you know, your, your nail polish color or your shoe collection. You know what I mean? Um, the next question I have is, can you reserve time for daily meditation? This is the key to achieving enlightenment. So I personally, there are days where I could meditate for an hour. There are days where I am like opening my eye around four minutes in. Nobody's perfect. You know what I mean? It's just about finding the vibe for you. There's so many YouTube channels out there that have different, you know, you can Google um, crown chakra healing meditation. You can just listen to the music. You could do a guided one. But I would highly, highly suggest that you stick to something that makes you feel lighter. Like you put it on and you immediately feel lighter. If you put it on and it's so boring and stupid, <laughs> just shut it off because you are not going to like that meditation. You're not going to keep going with it. It's going to like turn you off from meditation. So it should be a high vibe type of thing. Um you know, obviously they have all these different, um, Hertz frequencies that you can listen to that will help clear energy. That's a whole topic for another day. But what I would say is just take five minutes for the week, try to meditate and meditating is not just like closing your eyes and sitting there and breathing. I would put, you know, headphones in or something on the TV where nobody's going to bother you. I would YouTube, whatever chakra you're trying to work on and find like that, that, vibe or that sound that like immediately the second you hear it, you're like, okay, that's it. Like it immediately relaxes you. And so you want to do that for like five minutes because what you're doing is you're tuning up, right? You're tuning in to tune up. There you go. So the next thing is, do you believe that you too can achieve mystical states of consciousness? So a great way to believe is to read about ordinary people whose lives have been transformed by a more enlightened lifestyle. So for me personally, I, for, well, I love everything on Oprah's book, book list, book club. You know, I think since I've been like 13, I've been obsessed with her. But anyways, I'm not even kidding. It's because my mom is obsessed. So then I was obsessed and like we would read her books Anything she suggests is always in my field, my realm of like what I love to read. Um, but truly what I, what I also love about her is she always brings on like ordinary people. You know, she ob obviously will like interview celebrities and authors and stuff like that. But I love that she would always take these stories of like ordinary people and talk about their transformation through, you know, different things, you know, spiritual practices and you know, letting go of grief and surrendering to forgiveness. And so I like that she has always really like done that with, with, um, you know, ordinary people. So I guess what I'm trying to say is like a, what I started to do to understand that there is this kind of like consciousness with that's with, with you, but outside of you is to really read about it and not in like a, you know, Illuminati type of way, but to read about it in a real way of like people who have had an illness and just through prayer or faith or belief have come back, you know, that will give you hope and faith. And like reading stories like that, ordinary people that have, have truly made these like amazing shifts in consciousness are, it's super inspiring. And honestly, it helps you continue on that path when you're like, okay, am I being weird? What am I doing? Why am I reading this? Why am I sitting under the tree? You know, because sometimes it feels weird. But if you want to feel your best, 
I think at some point you're willing to try anything. And that was me. I was willing to try anything. I'm like, you know what? I'm open. I'm open-minded. I'm willing to try anything. And this stuff works. So the next thing I want to ask you is, are you in control of your destiny? Think back to when something wonderful happened. Did you control that event? Be open to coincidences that add magic to your life. So this is a great, for me personally, it's like one of those questions that immediately makes me feel like I am working with a co-creator. Like your destiny is absolutely your energy working with a higher energy is what it is. You're not exactly in control of anything, but your internal energy. And when you can get that internal energy flowing in the moment, going, aligning, then there's magic in that moment because there's something outside of you that's now working with you. So I'll say that question again, and then just, you know, hopefully it clicks with somebody, but are you in control of your destiny? Before, when I was a little bit more egocentric, I would say, yeah, you know, if I didn't read that book or I didn't get that um, you know, opportunity or promotions. Cause I'm lazy. I'm not working hard. Right. I'm in control of my destiny by my actions, but it's more than that. You know, think back to when something wonderful happened to you. It could be like a chance meeting. It could just be like a, something that happened that you were like not expecting. Um, something amazing happened that, you know, you really were wishing for you like wanted, um, you know, did you control that event? And then be open to the coincidences that add magic to your life. Like, did you really control that? All you really did is put your effort into that, right? You put the effort into that energetic balance. You put the thought, the emotion, um, you know, the excitement into that. But the coincidence of things aligning with you, that's the magic of life. So I love that question. I feel like it always guides me in a really powerful way because it helps me surrender in the sense that like what's meant to be will always be and you don't need to force anything you can just surrender to what's meant for you because the reality is it's almost like this why would you want to be friends with people that don't want to be friends with you right let things align be friends with the people that are meant for you and i just use that very basic example because so many times we're like going for a job but it's like, why do you want to go for a job that doesn't want to be the job for you? Like, why do you want to go for a person that doesn't want to be the person for you? Like, let that align. You know what I'm saying? Instead of like being the chaser, be be the attractor. Because now you're just, you're going with what is making you feel aligned. And you start to bump into opportunities and people that vibe with you. And that's what it's all about. And I guess I'm saying that because... I think there's so many times that we don't let coincidences happen. We don't let magic happen because we want to go this way and we want it to happen this way. But if we can just say, okay, I trust, I surrender that what's meant to be will always happen. And the, and the divine wants the best, highest good for me. So all I can do is just center my energy and be authentically who I am and do the things that I love to do. Then that's when it's flowing with you and you're working together. But when you're not working on your interior and you're just looking at the exterior, you know what I'm saying? That's when you create that battle within. So instead of going out, turn in, start to focus there on truly who you are, not just what you do. So the next thing is, is there an issue in your life 
which you are battling to control through sheer willpower. That is all of us. I want to see all your hands up. No, I'm just kidding. But is there an issue in your life which you are battling to control through sheer willpower? My my hand was up. This was me all the way. So practice letting go of your desired outcome. Take a deep breath and tell yourself, I trust that the outcome will be for my highest good, no matter what it may be, and then let it go. Now, easier said than done, but this was something I kept coming back to because I realized you can waste so much of your energy going the wrong way. You can waste so much energy thinking the wrong things. Like you can take all that precious energy and put it into shit that you just, you can't fix. So let it go. Trust in the divine. Practice letting go of your desired outcome. Because sometimes what I'm saying is like sometimes whatever you call it, God, Buddha, Jesus, universe, martinis, Cheez-Its, whatever it is, has a better way for you. There's always a better way for you. There's always a way that's paved for you. It's just whether you just want to like put your ego down and go, you know? So I'll say that one more time just because I feel like that's all of us and it's, it's a work in progress. But is there an issue in your life which you are battling to control through sheer willpower? So practice letting go of your desired outcome. Take a deep breath. And tell yourself, I trust that the outcome will be for my highest good, no matter what it may be. No matter what it may be. Always trust that it's in your best interest. That is truly what has gotten me to the other side of this egocentric way of being that like, I am what I do. I am my outside. You know, I don't have value unless I do X, Y, and Z. And it takes you out of that realm and puts you back into like your spiritual authority, which I feel like so many people need right now. You know, your spiritual essence is who you are. So I'm going to leave you with some affirmations. And again, guys, this podcast was a little bit different because I wanted to kind of give you like a taste of what is going to be happening on the Patreon app. Um, Obviously, I'm still going to be on here doing gym motivation and, you know, healthy tips, wellness tips, positive mindset. But I really just wanted to give you like a snapshot of like, here's basically what I'm going to be talking about. We're going to dive into conversations like this. And, you know, I wanted to give you exercises that have helped me. And I just know that that is like a select, you know, I know what people look for on my podcast is like the gym motivation, the weight loss motivation. So I know there's a select amount of you that are looking for more of like the spiritual pep talks and stuff like that. So I will be sharing that on the Patreon app. You can check it out. But first I'm going to leave you with some affirmations that you can repeat. So let's jump into that. Affirmations. I tune into the union with my higher power. You can repeat them if you want. I'm going to pause. So I tune into the union with my higher power. I am starting to accept myself as I am with love and gratitude. I cease to limit myself intellectually 
and in my creativity and connect my spirit to the source of all knowledge. I am a unique, radiant, loving being. I choose to live my life from a place of love and contentment. I choose to transform my life and become free. I release all limited thoughts and lift myself up to ever higher levels of awareness. I am who I am and glory in that. So those are your affirmations, guys. Hopefully you're feeling super inspired and super powerful. I just wanted to say that, you know, whatever you're struggling with, um, it always is going to come down to like your chakra system and that energetic balance. And I'm sure in the next 20 to 50 years, we're going to see this new wave of like natural remedies and um, homeopathic, um, you know, remedies and holistic remedies, um, you know, even alchemic um, practices being put back into practice, really, because it's nothing new. Um, But there are just there's so many avenues. So again, anybody struggling, this is not me saying like, your chakras, they're out of balance, and you just need to balance them. Like, you know, always seek help. You know, I talk to my physician about everything. It's like, I could have split ends, and I'll be talking to my to my doctor. So I'm saying that it's so important to like get the help that you need, reach out to a friend, reach out to a spouse, get that support system going, join a support group. Um, There's so many communities and, um, you know, get a therapist or, you know, talk to somebody who is, you know, is an energy healer and knows how to balance chakras. You know, connecting with people like that is truly healing and you know, you can do a mix between traditional and non-traditional avenues of healing. And there's nothing wrong with that. You know, there's nothing wrong with like having regular therapy and then also doing, um, you know, chakra healing or having whatever it is, pharmaceutical medication and also practicing yoga. So don't feel like you need to be like all or nothing with this. This is really about your own personal practice of healing. And I just truly feel that like knowledge is power when it's applied. And I think sometimes we don't apply it because we're intimidated or like maybe it seems like it's like above us or whatever. But the great news about spirituality is there's no rank. There's no rank in spirituality. You know, every single person is connected. Every single person is one. It's one love. That's the vibe. If you're not feeling the vibe, you got to check out your chakras. They're probably imbalanced. So anyways, I hope you guys liked this crown chakra pep talk. Um, I will be back on to give you some weight loss motivation and all that good stuff. So don't think that I'm just going to do these on here, but definitely check out my blog, chelseaswiftblog.com slash shop and go get a cute sweatshirt. I now have merch. Um, 
But I think the difference is I didn't like just put Chelsea Swift as your spirit animal, like all over everything. It's actually really cute shit. And I'm so excited. The quality is there. Um, the prices are there. They're in line with like what it should be. So I'm really loving it. Loving the new shop. I also have like a light your way necklace on there that I like never take off. I added my cross to it. So yeah, check it out. Check out my necklace on my shop. Check out sweatshirts, crop tops, all that good stuff. Crew necks, crop sweatshirts. And guys, I will see you on our next power pep talk. And that's a wrap for today, guys. Hopefully you enjoyed the show. And if you like this podcast, head on over to Apple Podcasts, search for your girl, Chelsea Swift is your spirit animal, and give me a five-star review. Maybe write something nice if you're feeling nice. You can also download the Anchor podcasting app or click on the support link in my bio to give a monthly subscription slash contribution to the show. And of course, all the vibes on Chelsea swiftblog.com if you're looking for funny blogs recipes my books audio program marketing consulting personal consulting spiritual consulting go to chelsea for all the things and i will see you on the next podcast